going on? What is happening? We are finally sitting down here on a uh, Wednesday. Today is the 22nd, March 22nd, 2023. What's going on? Um, it's been an interesting couple days. I didn't come out with a show yesterday, as you can tell. Actually, they may come out with a, like a old podcast or like a replay, which will probably be good. But uh, we didn't do a live one. And I've been dealing with a lot of shit. Let's get to some story time. So my shower needs replacing. My shower is leaking. And it's getting it was getting all over the main floor, like ceiling. It was like, what the fuck? So my fiance actually noticed it. She's like, is that water? Like, what's leaking down there? And so someone came out and said, you know, there's some leaking, blah, blah, blah. Your shower needs to be replaced. And so we had someone else come out because that first guy was iffy. And yeah, they pretty much confirmed, you know, that there was some leaking. And what we're going to do is we just end up getting a new shower. So we're looking today, actually, this afternoon at home. At, we're going to Home Depot. Ha- home Depot. I don't know if I'll have enough time. That's no, an old, uh, old school line. But uh, we're going to Home Depot to look for some new like shower tile because we're going to have to redo the whole goddamn shower. And we have like a bench in the shower, you know, like those shower benches. It's pretty nice. I like it. I, it's pretty legit. But um, we're going to have to get a new one of those, too. So it's like a whole thing. It's a whole bunch of money, a whole bunch of stuff, new shower tiles. At least we've been hitting some winters, you know, so I, that's going to pay for it. But so that's been going on. We've been dealing with that, having people come over, look at the house, some whole, you know, they're going to be doing all that. And I work from home. I'm doing this right now from like, I don't know if I'm going to have to move this location because this is right under where, where they're going to be working soon. So I probably will. But uh, that's been going on. And I've had to get new tires. I just get, got four brand new tires today. I got a, a, a flat tire on my back left, and it was it kept leaking. I kept having to fill it up. And so I took it into discount, and my, my tires were so shitty. All my tires before were so bad. And so I just got four new ones. And uh, when I was actually waiting for the tires to get put on today, I went over to Chili's and had a couple beers. I don't know if y'all can tell. <laughs> I had uh, two beers at lunch today, <laughs> like, like an hour and a half ago. Um, but either way... Uh, I, I got four new tires, got those put on. We're getting some new tiles. Look, the guy said who's, who's doing the bathroom, he's like, you get the tiles and we're getting a new door too, like a new sliding glass door for the shower. Because, he, you know, you can do the, the uh, what's it called? The, like the curtain thing for the shower. But we like the sliding glass door. That's classy, right? I like that more. So you can like slide it open and it's nice. So we're doing that. So we're going to go pick that out at Home Depot today. But... Let's get to some some podcasting. I got I got a good show for today. Um, we're going to talk about some Twitter direct messages I got recently, and I'm going to respond to them. And uh, we'll do that here in a minute. Special thanks to Better Edge Online, B-E-T-T-O-R, edge.com. They've gotten rid of the VIG, gotten rid of the minus 110, and you're betting risk-free. Check them out online, betteredge.com. Put in promo code SBD for a free 20 bucks upon signing up. All right, let's get to uh, some Twitter DMs real quick. I've got three to answer to. And by the way, I've answered to a couple of these by, so far. Like, come here. Like, come on. My dog over here is looking for somewhere to... Like, come here. I'm doing this, like I said, from home. Like, and I don't normally do this. Normally, I like pause and edit and do all that stuff. But, uh, you okay? Hi, what's up? What's up, pup? How is ya? All right. She's laying down. She's used to this. I did radio for ten years. She's used to the, to this whole like atmosphere. All right, let's get let's get going on this. But we're like four minutes in. 
right, so uh, I have three things to read. Uh, three of you have uh, tweeted me, and I thought it would be good to read on the podcast. Uh, one of them I did not respond to. The other two I did. So let's get to those two first. The first one says, uh, I'm just going to read the meat and potatoes here. How much money, uh, you know, it's all blah, blah, blah. Hi, Tyler. All right. It's <laughs> a great pod today. All right. Um, how much money can someone make in sports betting if they don't do it for a living? That's the essence of this po- of this uh, question. How much money can, so, you know, I'm getting rid of the fluff. Hi, Tyler. I'm, you know, blah, blah. How much money can someone make in sports betting if they don't do it for a living? So pretty much if you have a job of five, a nine to five, you want to make some money. How much can you do it? And or how much can you can you make and expect to make maybe realistically on a month to month basis? Honestly, it's not that much money, right? It's not that much because unless you have certain ways of finding winners or finding the the bet you want to make, it's not going to be worth it or profitable long term. Because think about it. Let's say you bet uh, fifty dollars per unit. Okay, you're betting fifty five to win fifty on minus one ten. And you're betting 25 to win 50 on plus 200 bets. Well, what that would mean over the course of a month, let's say you go like, like uh, let's say you make one bet per day, which is, I, I think for the average person, pretty reasonable. Okay. Maybe, maybe you don't make any Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and you make, you know, two on Saturday, Sunday, Friday, whatever, but it's going to even out to maybe around one per day this time of the year. So let's say the expectation for the average better out there, if you're looking to make money, like if you're someone with a nine to five, but you still think you're good enough to make money, I think that's maybe 53% should be the expectation. Okay, you're going to go 53% long term. Now, the expectation for me or another pro, maybe 55%. Okay, so for you, for an average person out there with a day job, I think 53 is totally reasonable to go long-term if you're going to make money. But what that looks like is in a month, you're going to go like 16 and 14. And, and trust me, it's not going to look like that with a low volume any given month. But but for the sake of getting rid of that explicit math, what, what it's going to look like long-term and stuff like that, just play it out short-term as if it plays out with the math. Okay, so 16 and 14 every month. If you're betting 50 bucks every unit, you're going to win like $30 a month. Okay, you're going to probably like win 800, lose 770, and win 30 a month. Betting 16 and 14, 30 games, 50 bucks a month, that's what you can expect to win, right? So that's what people don't understand. There's a difference between winning betting sports and making a living betting sports. Okay, if you bet January 1st, 2023 to December 31st, 2023, and you end the year up $1, you're a successful, profitable sports better, right? Like you ended the year up. But can you make a living doing that? Can you pay your bills and other expenses? Like, no, of course not. So there's a difference between winning and doing it for a living, profiting your life off this stuff, right? So that's what I expect for you to expect is to have reasonable you know, expectations of what that's going to lead to. And per month, if you're going to look to make money, look to make some spending money, nothing serious, because long-term, 
And that's the other thing. You don't want to force bets. You don't want to force like all this action. You're betting hundreds and hundreds of bets a month. You don't want that because theoretically you won't have the edge. You want bets where you can pick your spots, find good places to bet what you bet comfortably, and, and, and hopefully pick some winners, right? Not all these hundreds of bets. So in terms of, quote, how much money can someone make in sports betting if they don't do it for a living, I'd say maybe high level, one unit per month if you're doing it well. All right, on to question number two. And I love this question because it's very, uh, it asks a poignant question, right? And I think it, it, it's very fair. It says, Tyler, why do you do a podcast if you do sports betting for a living? Okay, and it goes on to say, you know, obviously I've talked about before, why do people sell picks? Why do people put themselves out there and do certain things if they're betting for a living? which is a great question. And to me, this is, it's actually kind of layered for me, but it comes down to a few things. The first is I grew up doing, well, grew up, my career started doing radio. Okay. I got going in college with radio and my first little part of my career, I called high school uh, football and baseball and basketball games for free, right? I was working for free pretty much at this radio station calling these games and that's how I got going. Now, I eventually got hired by the station. I eventually ended up doing the, the drive time radio, which for you kids out there, drive time radio means like the afternoon drives, like when you're driving up from work. So it used to be like like 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. And I would do the afternoon drive. And that that was my start. So I got going in radio. And I loved radio. I mean, I grew up, my mom grew up in radio. I grew up around it. So it's something that I understood. I knew I loved it. And... That's how I kind of started my career. And then that developed into, I didn't, you know, that station was a small, tiny little station in Greeley, Colorado. And the, my, my boss there was fucking horrible and it was not a good atmosphere, not a good place to like grow. And so I wanted to get out of there. So I moved to Denver and I, I got this great job at this place that was really like, kind of like on the upper swing of like tech. And I learned how to do like a bunch of tech stuff. And I learned there the power of tech and data and science and stuff like that. And so I kind of understood what data meant at that point. And, and just before I had moved to, to, to that job, I had started because I'd always been betting. I've always been betting in my life, right? Even in college, I was betting. But I started doing it seriously in 2013. I started like building my first program. And eventually the years passed and I got going with radio and, and got these good jobs and, and blah, blah, blah. But my dad passed away in 2016, right? A little, little turn here, a little turn of the story. Um, my dad and I were super close. He was, you know, I, he used to text me after every radio show. He was like my biggest fan. It was so awesome to have, you know, we were just super close. And he got cancer and it was super sudden and he passed away in 2016. And it was super tough. And it was like a super like, like interesting moment in my life because I when something like that happens, you sort of like wake up and you sort of like start to look at things differently and start to observe what you're doing differently. And I started to say, look, I love radio and I love what I'm doing, but I want to sort of do something more, something different. And I do have an entrepreneurial, 
you know, sort of like, like Gene and me. And so that's when I decided to start the company Woos Media. That's the company that hosts this podcast. I do other shows on this, on this. And that's why that's how I got going is I got going to radio. And I said, wait a minute, the future, everything's moving away from radio towards podcasting. So I'm going to start a podcast network, try and make some money with that and start some shows with that. Use my radio experience, try and host some of the shows, help with that. And, and so that's how I got going with this. And so my ability to mix now what I have done in, in, in radio with this. Now let's get into sports betting. After my dad passed away in 2016, I right after that kind of decided that, like I said, I wanted to take stuff more seriously, start, start doing stuff a little bit more differently in my life. And by 2017, early to early 2017, I had started betting seriously, like real money, to see if I could make a living. I had started to see if I could do what I could do. Now I, I had researched people like Billy Walters and, 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 and certain other uh, syndicates and saw how they made money because I wanted to study the best, you know, to see if I could emulate that. And so 2017 is where I kind of started doing this for real. And I got a serving job at this place called CB and pots in, in Colorado. And I started serving tables and betting games. And that was all I was doing just to see and make sure that I could, sustain a living betting games while I had a job, uh, serving tables. And so what I did was, uh, my phone's ringing in the background. Sorry if you can hear that. But, um, what I did was, uh, serve tables for about eight months. Okay. And I hated this job. I fucking hated this job because I had games going every night for a substantial amount of money. And I'd be watching the TV going, Oh God, I have Anaheim tonight. Oh, hope they, you know, and I know just be serving these tables, totally disconnected. So anyway, fast forward, I realized that I could make money doing this, at least the way I was doing it short term and it grew. And so I quit my job and started doing sports betting full, full time. And so my whole company idea of building the podcast kind of got put on hold. Okay. So I, st- I kept doing this podcast and actually it used to be called, you can still find it, I'm sure. It used to be called the Sharp Angle Podcast when I first started it, okay? And that was uh, you know wh- a while ago and I, I first started that podcast and, and it, it kind of got, I, I didn't do it because of legal reasons, certain things like that, which I launched this one, but that's where I started doing that. And anyway, so my sports betting, like the reason it merged was I was able to, eventually in 2018, finally do this for a, or, you know, late 2017, do this for a living and start making some money. And then 2018 comes and I do this and, and it's like, I'm making real money. But then I realize I'm capping out at a certain amount. And if I want to really start making serious cash, I have to, I have to go back to school. And so I went back to university of Denver and then eventually MIT learned how to code computers, learned how to, how to do <laughs> such great things in sports betting. And I do this now for a living. I make a living. I pay my mortgage. I pay my new shower tiles and everything we do with sports betting. But it's a perfect merger because I don't do a podcast to make money. And the guys is like, I'm a sports better. I am able to do both. I, I am a sports better who has this company really to, to commemorate my dad. And by the way, Woo's W-O-O-Z-E, the, the name of the company was like a, a play on like his old name in high school. It's like a bat. It's like a, uh, uh, inside joke, but that's like a thing from his high school. It's this whole story. So that's where Woo's media came from in the first place. So I'm like honoring him. I'm making some extra money in this company. I'm I'm able to talk about real sports betting because that's what I do for a living. That's where this c- comes from. So 
it's not, you know, I'm not pulling something over anyone's eyes. And, and like, I understand the question on Twitter. It's like, wait, you, Tyler, you talk about these frauds and why they have to do this stuff. Well, why do you do a podcast if you don't have to, if you do this for a living? So I get that question. And that's my long answer. That was a very long answer, but that's it is, is I made this company because I love radio. I wanted to do something on my own. And, I, and, and beneath it all, I wanted to honor my dad. And that's what means the most to me is honoring my dad and doing this all the time for him. And I have the ability to do a great show and be competitive with other like shows in this market because there's not a whole lot of people out there who actually make a living betting sports. So I have this like rare window to talk about what I do in this really cool industry that everyone seems to want to be a part of, but no one's good at and provide real advice. So that's why I do the show. And that's a very good question. And then finally, we're going to wrap things up with this. And by the way, this last question, I am not going to read verbatim because it was, here's what it was. It was asking me if I wanted to sell my picks, okay? It was, hey, Tyler, love the content, love your show. Would you like to sell our picks on this website? We'll pay you this amount. You can make a decent living, blah, blah, blah. And I said no. And I'm just going to talk about why I said no. I said no to selling my picks on this website, which I think is very trusted, okay? I said no to selling my picks on this website because to me, it's impossible to deliver winning picks or AKA what they promise on those websites and tout services because winning in sports betting isn't just following someone's picks and betting. It's getting the right number and being able to buy and sell, aka hedge and arbitrage, and perform all these different investment techniques if you're going to really make money. See, the misconception is that I sit down in the morning, have a cup of coffee, pick my five favorites, and then you know jerk around all day, who cares, and then watch my games at night and cheer and hope I win, and that's how I make my living. It's like, no, I'm at the computer from, you know, 8... Maybe an average of like eight thirty in the morning to you know seven o'clock at night with some breaks, lots of good breaks. Obviously, I have dinner, things like that. But that's what I do. And for weekends, like on a Saturday in December, like late December, I'm working five thirty a.m. to ten p.m. Okay, so the idea that like you just bet and there it is and you can win. You have to be actively betting and managing, and it's got to be a full-time job. So my advice to anyone is if you really want to make money, make it a full-time job. Otherwise, do what 99% of the audience does, okay, and listen like to shows like this and do what you like doing better and, and, and lose less money. That's really the objective for most people. Most people don't want to profit and make all this cash and do all this. Most people, 99%, really don't want to make money. They want to find a way to lose less money doing something they love, which is betting sports. Okay, so that's kind of where we come in. So if you think you can sign up to like cbssportsline.com and follow their picks and win, you're a fucking idiot because you, can, you can't do that for anyone because much less, you can't A, get the right picks in time because if they're good picks, the line's going to move and B, that's why, that's why our Saturday morning quick picks it's very rare that we have good games on Saturday morning that are still available, right? So if you're going to get good tout lines, if I were a tout, it's like, if I were going to tell all of you listening to bet my games and take them profitably, I would say sign up to like a text service. So I can text you at 6 a.m. every morning, 6 a.m. every morning to make your bets immediately. 
because you can't just sign up, wake up, go to your service you paid for, make their bets. It doesn't work that way. Lines are moving. And by definition, if the lines moved, it's not the same bet. Okay. And then the other thing, which I always talk about is, you know, if those people were really winning in sports betting, they wouldn't be selling picks. They would be able to make a living doing that instead of making a living, making a paycheck from, you know, fill in the blank tout. Okay. So one is they don't deliver on what they promised. Those, those people. Okay. You can't win following them. Like I said, buying early is everything. Okay. And it's like Nick Saban, you know, Nick Saban in his speech last weekend, he goes like, you know, his player, he just uh, suspended. He's like, you're responsible for who you associate with. And I agree with that. It's like, uh, if I sign up one of these services, I'm no better than those morons selling picks. So I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to sign up for it. I don't care. And by the way, CBS Sportsline has a fucking chicken picking games for him. It's called Clucko the Chicken. A actual chicken that picks games. So I don't want to be into that nonsense. I don't want to dedicate to that nonsense. It's, it's ridiculous for me. Okay. People who do this for a living laugh at those people. Okay. They mock those people. Those are losers. If you actually are winning, you don't have to spend any of your time gaining from anyone else. Like that's the issue, right? If I, if I were to sell picks on that website, I now have a job. I have to clock in. I've got a boss to answer to. That's essentially my new job. I don't want that. I don't want that. So anyway, that does it for today's show. Answering your questions and just kind of rambling about nonsense. So appreciate you all listening. Uh, We'll be back tomorrow with maybe some picks. We got March Madness tomorrow. So who knows what's on the table for tomorrow. So until then, hope you catch some winners today or tonight. We'll talk to you then on Sports Betting Daily.